0: The Devil Pulls the Strings by J.W. Zarek. Narrated by Kurt Bonham. Chapter 32. Sibylle's Time Crystals. Back inside Baba Yaga's hut, there's a complete transformation from zombie apocalypse to grandmother cozy. Baba Yaga's cat, Lapushka is fast asleep in my arms. Its rhythmic purrs ripple through my chest. I inhale deep, and an odd comfort washes over me with the scent of warm, fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies. This doesn't seem like the same hut. It's clean, it's cheerful, it's charming. I stare at a pink floral-patterned couch where there used to be a pile of blood-stained bones. Past the couch, I stare at a four-foot-tall old lady in a flower-patterned dress with a pristine white apron that covers her wisp-thin frame. She wears round spectacles, her smile lines are etched into rosy cheeks, and she hums a catchy Disney-esque tune. She opens the oven door, pulls out a baking sheet.
1: then, I baked you some cookies.
0: She transfers the cookies onto a cooling tray. The tray brims with assorted colored and iced cookies. Ma'am, are you Baba Yaga's sister? I ask, unsure what to think of this grandmotherly woman. She smooths her apron.
1: Yes, I'm Baba Yaga's sister.
0: She covers her mouth and stifles a giggle.
1: I know that look, my dear. I can't help how I appear. I assume whatever form most terrifies you.
0: Her full on guffaw rapid fires from her mouth. (laughs) My gaze spots a glimmer on her neck. She wears the same blood red ruby pendant the other Baba Yaga sisters wear. My heart pounds at the back of my throat. My eyes narrow. Suspicion sizzles through me. Baba Yaga's sister hiccups from her laughter.
1: that frightens you most
0: she slaps her knee snorts and tears up
1: (laughs) you have deep issues dearie deep serious issues
0: my back muscles tighten my chest tightens my jaw clenches tight i swallow hard power through my fear you might be right i do better with the strange and unusual your sister with the spider silk shawl who threatened to eat me if I didn't bring back her cat? Her, I can deal with. But your kill-you-with-kindness smile and sweet old lady offering me cookies doesn't look right, feel right, isn't right. I gently pull pushko away from my chest. But I found your cat, Sister Yaga. The cat stirs, wakes, mews, jumps, lands on the floor runs to a rocking chair in front of a lit fireplace. He leaps up, turns three times, and sinks into a sweet, satisfied purring ball of whiskers and fur.
1: You think yourself so smart finding Lapushka.
0: Baba Yaga's sister sucks in air between her teeth and forces air back out between her lips. Her sweet grandmother's disposition falls away. I
1: can't believe you're back and still alive.
0: She turns her focus on Lapushka,
1: And how is my cat back without a scratch? You have no healing gifts
0: or talents. How did you manage this? She waves her plate of cookies at me. Thank you. They smell delicious. I reach for one. But Baba Yaga's sister pulls the plate back, walks to the table, and slams the plate down next to a pitcher of milk. The sides of her nostrils collapse in and push out a breath that holds an air of angst.
1: Help yourself.
0: Why didn't you tell me Lapushka and the Wendigo are one and the same? I stomp over, snatch, and chomp one of the chocolate chip cookies. She moves around the table closer to me.
1: How did you best the
0: Wendigo, my cat? I chew and swallow the rest of the cookie and grab another. I didn't. Someone or something beat me to it. What do you mean? I search her face for a hint she knew what I would find in the cave. She gives nothing away. I arrived after a terrible fight. Lepushka was there in wendigo form in bad shape. There was a lot of blood, and this. I pull out the silver cufflink. Baba Yaga's sister examines it. Surprise coats her face. Dragons and nymphs? They dare interfere? They shall pay. Heat and rage fly from her four-foot frame. I take the cufflink back and tuck it inside my pocket. I brought your cat back, and I've been patient. So now you owe me a blue rose. That I do.
1: And what exactly are you planning on doing with this rose?
0: Her hostile tone turns into a growing curiosity. I'm going to use the rose to make ink. Ink? Yes, ma'am.
1: Which would you rather have, Ivan? Blue rose ink or the actual rose?
0: The ink? A rush of something finally going my way floods my mind. Baba Yaga's sister produces a glowing bluish-green vial from her apron pocket. She tosses the vial at my head, and I manage to catch it.
1: Now, is that all you're after?
0: There are two more things. I put the vial in my pocket.
1: Ivan, you wear my patient's bone thin. I may
0: still eat you after all is said and done. Since I helped get your cat back, I was hoping if we ever met again in the future, you promise not to destroy the city I'm in at the time. And maybe put in a good word with your sisters and convince them to also not destroy New York City, ever. That's it? She stares through me. My sisters and I prefer the
1: forest, not cities. Still, would you promise all the same? I give you my word, Ivan, unless I change my mind.
0: Her sudden note of contempt is concerning, but I believe a promise is a promise. Be it an idiot to believe Baba Yaga. Thank you, and may I also offer you a word of warning? A warning? She adjusts her apron and pushes her clenched fists against her hips.
1: What could you possibly tell me that I don't already know?
0: Beware the one called Cinti, the one who stole from your sister, the one who's the reason we've been brought together, the one who's the reason for your sister's slumber, the one who will trap her in another dimension if I don't stop him before she wakes. I pick up a glass, pour milk from the pitcher, and point the glass toward her. And when she wakes, she might be a bit grumpy and go on a rampage, hurting lots of folks. She may even destroy a city to get to cinti. I take a sip. Babiaga's sister's face folds into a puzzled look. When are you from, Ivan? Far in the future. But now I have the ink, and now I have to get back.
1: And do you have a way to return?
0: She asks. Not exactly. I've been winging things so far. Baba Yaga's sister blasts out a laugh. You are trouble, Ivan, but I like you. She pulls out a black velvet pouch from her apron pocket. You'll need this. She tosses me the pouch. I catch it. What's this? A heavy sigh rolls past her lips. Sibylle's time crystals. Sibylle's crystals? What do I do with them? And why are you sharing these with me now? She walks over to her kitchen, takes a tray of unbaked cookies, and places it in the oven.
1: Wrap your head around this. When one such as myself uses the crystals, they tear the space-time continuum's fabric permanently. A repair isn't possible. And worse, the tear grows until it consumes the entire universe.
0: I rub the sides of my temples. Conversations about math, magic, and now the space-time continuum makes my head hurt. Babiaga's sister opens the oven door to peek inside. When a human uses the crystals, they create quick, repairable tears
1: in the space-time continuum. And the human can travel through unharmed.
0: She closes the oven door.
1: So I'm not helping you. You're helping me.
0: I'm helping you how? My temple throbs. I don't know what's worse, a lifetime pursued by the Wendigo or these Baba Yaga puzzles.
1: I'm sending you back to your own timeline to finish Sinti, while I will attempt to find and stop him here.
0: You think that'll work? I search her face for truth.
1: No. He's certain to kill you, and if you fail, you'll have to deal with me.
0: A maniacal grin dances across her mouth. Okay, what do I do?
1: Return to the spot you entered this land. Ask Sibylly aloud for her permission to move through time and space, then throw the crystals at the spot you came in. A portal will open, and you'll return from whence you came.
0: Her sing-song voice brings me no comfort. I glance at the pouch. Your sister said the Wendigo continues to stalk me, always knows where I am because I must have been exposed to time crystals before. But I've never seen or heard of Sibili. I bounce the pouch. And I would remember if I handled time crystals. Her face wrinkles with mirth.
1: You have no idea, do you? You've already been exposed and just can't remember.
0: She wraps her fingers around my arm and leads me in a stroll around her couch.
1: Think of the tiniest specks in the universe, she says. Gather enough of them together, and you can open a doorway that takes you whenever or wherever you want to go.
0: I'll pretend I understand everything you're saying, but I don't. Is there anything else I should know about Sibylle, I ask. Make sure and ask nice and polite when you use the crystals.
1: Otherwise, hold your breath, because Sibylle shall send you straight to the underworld through the Turkish Plautonian.
0: Her tone fills with sinister glee. What is the Turkish Plautonian?
1: You never heard of Plato's Gate or the Turkish Plautonian? You're going to stop Cinty?
0: <laughs> she pushes air out in a snort. I stuff the pouch into my packed pocket. I'll ignore her weirdness and move forward with the positive and be polite. I have a way back to New York City and Sapphire. How can I thank you? Oh, don't thank me yet. You shouldn't have survived your encounter with Lapushka, but you did,
1: thanks to those interfering dragons and nymphs. And now you owe me for the
0: crystals. I owe you? You said I was helping you. Then take this back. I pull out the pouch and hold it out. She ignores my offering.
1: I'll come a-callin' when I want or need you to pay.
0: And pay you shall. Her voice matches her hardened gaze. Fine, but I'll hold you to your promise to keep my city and New York City protected.
1: And I'll hold you to your promise. Now be gone, before I change my mind and eat you anyway.
0: I walk over to the cat asleep in the rocking chair. Take care, Lapushka. I stroke his neck. His soft purr rumbles. I give Baba Yaga a two-finger salute. Thank you for all your help. The kind of help steeped in trouble that may kill me. Coming up next in The Devil Pulls the Strings by J.W. Zarek. Chapter 33. Via the Villa.